to share with you right now is some signs and symptoms, okay? Very important. If several of the following are occurring, it may useful it may be useful to follow up with a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is sleep or appetite changes. This is maybe dramatic sleep and appetite changes or decline in personal care. If you use wait, wait, like not bathing? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, okay, yes. Yeah, I should stop laughing. My bad. Possibly. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe before you used to um Loves to put on perfume. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Every time. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. then now you're not paying attention to it as much. Now, I understand for women, once you throw in little children in there, yes, you may you feel as though you don't have a lot of time to to prep yourself the way that you used to, which is fine. But again, be attentive. Yeah. All right? Right. Another symptom is mood changes. You know, this is a rapid or dramatic shift in emotions or depressed feelings. You feel sad. This is not necessarily um, you're happy all the time, but you feel like you have to get your energy up to pretend even that you're happy. Yeah. You know, you have to put up a show. Another one, withdrawal. Re- this is a recent social withdrawal or a loss of interest in activities previously enjoyed. You used to love to go jogging. Now you don't do it anymore. Okay. You used to love to, you know, maybe go bowling or read. Now you don't do it anymore. Be attentive to why you're not doing it. Can I, so what if you, like, choose to pull a, pull, withdraw from people? Withdraw from people? Because the way I look at it is, you know, people are can be mean. Right. And to that point, I think if you choose to restrict your environment that's totally different from well, yes, going yes. into isolation right because they, like you're mentioning it seems you're probably going to get there a mm-hmm. huge indicator of if you're functioning is can you socialize can you build relationships well yes okay so maybe i might, might have jumped to that no 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 that's that's completely fine but with but with draw is basically even if it's people mm-hmm. You used to be drawn to some people. Now, I can understand somebody comes around you that might interest you. You might, you know, iron sharpens iron type of concept. Yeah. You get excited with them and then something shows up where it pulls you back for a minute. But if these are people that you have been around for a long time and then all of a sudden you're pulling back from them. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to that. Okay. Okay. Drop in functioning. Okay, this is an unusual drop drop in functioning at school, work, or social activities, such as quitting sports, failing in school, mm-hmm. or difficulty performing familiar tasks. Again, right. it's 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 what we're talking about. You know, you I used gotcha. to love bowling, now you're not doing it anymore. You used to love to play ball, now you're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is problems thinking. Problems with concentration, memory, or logical thought and speech that are hard to explain. I can't remember none. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I need to stop being silly. But you're anyway. being silly. <laughs> okay. However, you know, you got to pay attention. If you're consistently getting distracted, yeah. especially by a particular thought, 
be attentive. That's a good point. You know, if you're so focused on one topic and it keeps coming up, you may not always be talking about it, but it's continuously coming to your mind and it's distracting you in the middle of your day while you're working. Be very attentive to it, okay? Next one is increased sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is heightened sensitivity to sights, sounds, smells, or even touch. So like triggers. We talked about triggers. Exactly. Right. You have an avoidance of overstimulating situations. Somebody comes and accidentally bumps you on the arm or, or on the shoulder. You start overreacting, screaming and yelling at them. Right? Be yep. attentive to that. Yep. 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 The next one is apathy. This is a loss of initiative or desire to, pers- to participate in, in any activity. Right, right, right. Again, it's very similar to problem thinking and drop-in functioning. The next one is feeling disconnected. This is a vague feeling of being disconnected from oneself or one's surrounding. A sense of unreality. Okay. So it sounds like a bit of schizophrenia. Exactly. Absolutely. The next one is illogical thinking. This is unusual or exaggerated beliefs about personal powers to understand meanings or influence events. Illogical or magical thinking typical of childhood in an adult. So wait. (laughs) Okay, I won't go there. Go ahead. No, I was thinking uh, there was this lady that came on the news and she said that she controlled the weather. And she wasn't Storm from X-Men. Like, she just said that I can control the weather. Okay. You think that something was wrong? I guess you have to really dig a little deeper into her thought process. Right. Maybe she was being, she was being overly spiritual. Okay. And that's where I'm going to talk to our Christian folk. Yes. Who sometimes feel as though that they can turn events around simply through their prayer or what they say. Mm. There's truly, I believe, there's power in your words. Yeah, in prayer. And in your prayer. Yeah. Okay? And I believe also that if you continuously believe something, I mean, even those that believe in the concept of the universe, whatever you put out there will come back to you. Yeah, there's a principle there. There is a principle there. Yeah. But if it's coming from the aspect that you can magically and illogically change your environment that easily without proper actions, Right, like a step-by-step, maybe not like like an intricate step-by-step, but there's things that you have to do. Right, in order for that scenario and that situation and that environment to even change. And I'm going to raise my hand up and say I've had moments in my life where when there is a huge struggle going on, a huge conflict going on, Mm -hmm. my faith increases. Right. Right? Right. And so I feel that if I do enough praying, do enough fasting, this situation would turn around. Mm -hmm. The Lord will come through. Right? Yeah. That's what I believe. But 
if I get caught up in that mindset that I could sit there and just kick king speaking in tongues the entire time and take no action and I'm consistently thinking that way now I'm walking down a path of dealing with a mental illness yes all right and I and other things other symptoms will come in even in that situation if I don't see that my surroundings is changing now I could be withdrawn so from people I my my mood could change yeah I'm now feeling sad because my 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 surrounding isn't changing my situation isn't changing and I keep pulling myself further and further and further down where now I could even be pointing towards depression especially if I'm not seeking professional help so you're saying that there's probably a lot of people sitting in church Sunday after Sunday dealing with a lot of who are at risk mm-hmm. or endangered right. to be dealing with some serious mental health issues. Yes. And they're not addressing it head on. Absolutely. They're just kind of, and we're not denouncing prayer or any of that stuff. Of course not. Because there's scientific proof that has shown that um, people who pray and are sick, yeah. they tend to heal faster because of their mental state. Right. Right, their hopefulness. Exactly, because mm-hmm. of their mental state, they're not they're not paranoid about the future, but right. they're more hopeful about the future. Right. But I believe that there's people that sit in pews Sunday after Sunday that are paranoid. Right. About the future. Absolutely. And unfortunately, there are situations where leaders will take advantage of that. Yes. You know, I, yes. I always think that if people aren't sick, yeah. Then there's not a lot to preach about. Yeah. But the sicker people are, the more there is to well, preach about. Well, if people if people are completely healthy, yeah, wealthy, what else? You know, the kids are clean. They have lotion on their face. <laughs> kids are clean and they have lotion on their face. <laughs> yeah, and they're not. You know, they're not doing crazy stuff. They're not as they're. There's de- no, you're right. There's yeah, not right. a lot to preach about. Now, one or two of these symptoms alone can't predict a mental illness, but may indicate a need for further evaluation. Yeah, so you're not okay. saying that you're, you're completely sick, but right. have a look. Like, right. if you're sneezing, it might not be because you inhale some black pepper. Right. Yeah. Right? If your yeah. eyes are runny, you, you, you might have pink eyes. Just that you're... Check it out. Absolutely. If a person is experiencing several at one time and the symptoms are causing serious problems in the ability to study, work... Or relate to others, he or she should be seen by a physician or a mental health professional. People with suicidal thoughts or intent or thoughts of harming others need immediate attention. Now now you're running to ER state, right? You got to go to the emergency room. Absolutely. Type of situation where you might be sitting at home with the fever, having a seizure. Yeah. That's from a physical standpoint... That if you're having these sort of thoughts, yeah. ER, run fast. So, two things are needed in dealing with mental health. You need to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. And the self-awareness is what you're going to use to evaluate yourself to see whether or not you're functioning, quote-unquote, normally. Mm-hmm. That's the self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And you might talk about this a little bit more. And then self-care. Yeah. 
once you're self-aware, then now you t- do the things to take care of yourself. Make yeah. sure you're rested. Make sure you're eating. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, put the effort to take care of yourself. Take showers. You know, clean yourself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, be Take care of your hygiene. Eat healthy and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, we believe that if you are married, then you have the best chance of dealing with these things. Your marriage is supposed to be your safest, safest yeah. relationship. And a lot of times it's not. Yeah. You can recognize abnormal behavior and you should be able and willing to address it. Not call it out aggressively. Mm-hmm. But address it in a nurturing and loving manner. Too often those spouses destroy each other. Yep. That's the part that breaks my you heart. Know, I mean, they're always competing with each other they're, and then they get into a situation, they avoid each other. You know, you alluded to it. Mental illness is not just something that happens from birth. You could develop it just yeah. from, from being in your, in your environment. Yeah. So if your marriage is unsafe, supposed to be your safest, yeah. but now it's unsafe, then you run the risk of developing yeah. all these in- illnesses. And then they can they can even become obsessed with keeping up with the Joneses, yeah. right? And yeah. not planning adequately for their financial future. Then you're 48, and now you have... Retirement's approaching in the next 15 years, yeah. and you feel unprepared. Mm-hmm. So now you get anxious. Yeah. Right? See, we love the word collaborate. Yes. Okay. Put the issues on the table. Let's prioritize them and tackle them one at a time. I love check. I love to check. Sometimes I even write stuff on my to-do list just, just to, to check, check it, it off. off. Say yes. Right. Of accomplishment for sure. Yeah. We marvel, as we, we marvel at wives. At who puts so much effort into taking care of their sick husbands and vice versa. But that's how it's supposed to be. Till death do you part. Till death do you part in physical and mental illnesses. Yeah, so you need to be self-aware. You need to take care of yourself. And you know what? There's tremendous value in mental health. Mm-hmm. When it comes to managing your thoughts, your feelings, and behavior, and how you interact with others. When it comes to pleasure, happiness, and life satisfaction... You cannot, absolutely not flourish or feel fulfilled when you're in a depressed state Mm -hmm. or you're feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. Also, you can get value. There's value in mental health when it comes to family relations, friendship, and social interaction, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you ever get into a situation where you feel lonely or you're socially isolated Mm -hmm. or you have difficulties communicating, then you increase the risk of developing or prolonging mental illness. Mm-hmm. You need the correct interventions, mm-hmm. along with the right attitude to take care of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so if your spouse comes and says, "Hey, I noticed this thing," listen to what they're saying about your behavior. Don't get defensive. Yeah, you know, I've noticed this about the types of conversations we've been having. Your behavior is this. You're you're reacting in a more aggressive manner than you have in the last twelve years. Yeah. What changed? What changed? What's, What's going, going on? on? Something is going are you on. Okay, and You're... that's why these date nights are important. You see, so you can have those opportunities to talk and say, "Honey, you know, I've seen you acting this way." Not you're being nuts. She crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or you look. You're talking to your spouse. You go over and see that lady waving her hand in there and say, "Okay, they got problems." Okay, <laughs> maybe, but they're probably addressing it. Just because the dinner is looking good and you're chomping on the dinner doesn't mean you don't have issues. Absolutely. Okay? So, if your spouse is always coming home every day complaining about work, complaining about specific relationships, Mm -hmm. listen for those cues. Pay attention to those symptoms. Pay attention to those signs. Get the right help. Yes. See a therapist. 
counselor, yeah, mentor, whatever, something, somebody that'll get you on, somebody that has the right intervention. They've been trained. They're not making it up. They're not guessing their way through things. Exactly. They can look at your situation and treat it. Yes. Not lump you in a box and say, okay, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Go home and feel better about yourself. Absolutely. And I'm also going to throw this in there. Throw it in. People of color. Okay. All right. We have the stigma in our minds that this therapy business, this mental illness issue is white people folk issues. Yeah, that's what this I This is for the white folk. You always think. Guilty as well. Yeah. It affects us heavily. Heavily. But we're the ones that don't address it and don't tackle it early. And that's why, or part of the reason, why a lot of our families fall apart and a lot of our children, unfortunately, end up in jail or dead as well. All right. uh, That's very real, man. Very real. All right, everybody. That is our feature for today. Thank you again for hanging out with us. We love spending time with you. Remember, you are a successful Successful leader leader and your marriage and and family family can can be successful too.